Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. It's episode 599, and we have plugins for customizing logins and creating with ChatGPT and also a little bit of WordPress news all coming up on WordPress plugins from A to Z. WordPress. It's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet. And with over 80,000 plugins to choose from, how do you separate the junk from the gems? Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the brewery overlooking beautiful southern Vancouver Island. I'm John Overall, and with me is the ever-lovely... Amber Overall. And we have the usual great show for you today. You know, if you missed the pre-stream, go check it out, man. Check out what we had to say, a little bit of uh, talking. We look for some feedback, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that wonderful stuff and enough of that. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox. So welcome to episode 599, keeping the plugins working together. We've got a couple of great in-depth plugins to cover for you. Some recent news in both the WordPress world and some tech world in general. And some awesome WordPress tips. Kind of amazing that you can actually get a worse sunburn on the cloudy yet warm days than on the clear sky days. I learned this this weekend. So if you're working out in your garden... Make sure that you uh, cover up your arms and back, especially if you've been a basement troll for a while, like I have been. And we have some reminders before we start the show today. Remember that the show starts at 12.30 p.m. Pacific time with the pre-stream starting around 12.15 p.m. Pacific time. The pre-stream is where we twiddle the dials and knobs and really just warm up our voices. So join us for some entertainment value. Our show notes for each episode can be found at wpplugins.com. The newest show notes will be up within 24 hours, and they'll be there on the front page for you. And don't forget that this is a value-for-value value show, and you are a big part of its creation. You, our producers, are who we need to help us produce. So get on out there, hit some like buttons, share an episode or two, and let people know that you help to produce the longest-running WordPress plugins podcast. That's it for reminders. Don't forget to stick around till the end of the show for some possibly life-altering advice. And let's start this show with this week's featured artist. There should be. Nice, beautiful so, artwork. Machinery working in fine-tuned organization. I really like this picture. It's not just machinery, man. It's gears, which make the machinery go. I love the gears. They're so pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a nice photo. I wonder if anyone out there has ever had a look at the gears inside of the Big Ben clock. Because those are just amazing. So this is an older picture. Came from the Art Vaults. We would love to have some new art. So if anyone out there is feeling inspired or anything, you can send it in to us at WPPlugins. It is com slash artwork. You can also check out the vaults yourself by going there as well. We can never have too much art. And breaking news Please in the world press world at large. Please be quiet. Shut up! And now the news with Amber. So first we'll start with the WordPress vulnerability report for May 3rd, 2023. 
there is a rather decent list of plugins with patches and a rather long list of plugins with issues. The ones I most easily recognize are Simple Share Buttons Adder, Simple Tooltips, Redirect After Login, Layer Slider, and Simple Giveaways. That one is a big one. So make sure that you check this list yourself and that you check your or your client's sites, whichever it happens to be. There are a lot more in the list, as you can see as he scrolls through. So, yeah. So make sure you check the list. And when you see them repeated like this, that just means that there's a variety of vulnerabilities. White label branding for Elementor. Hmm, Never heard of it. There's a lot that I don't hear of. Luckily, there are no theme vulnerabilities this week. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Those that are working their way out of working with themes. Next up, we have priced out of API access. Jetpack and WordPress.com discontinue support for Twitter auto sharing. Yeah, I knew it that appears was their talks didn't go well. I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Elon's, Elon's like, no, you want to do this? <laughs> Fuck up, boys. <laughs> Fuck up. Also, what 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 he what he what he's doing is going to cut down on the amount of spam bots on uh, Twitter. Oh yeah, definitely. I've actually noticed it when I do wander into my Twitter feed, which isn't too often anymore. There's a whole lot less spam bots in there. I've noticed that too. So yeah, uh, Jetpack and WordPress.com have officially announced they will no longer be supporting the Twitter API in their products. Although WordPress.com's access to the API was reinstated for a few weeks, the company has now been priced out of offering the features that rely on Twitter's API. There aren't any major details, and we still didn't hear about whether or not people with Jetpack are going to be refunded. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe not. Only the ones that were paying for it. The article does explain that it was going to cost about $125,000 a month, you know. Yeah, $210,000 a month. And that would have that would have necessitated an increase for the for the premium version of it because they did have some free ones available for folks. And what they mm-hmm. found out when they first introduced the free version that most people dropped it. <laughs> so, you got to remember the the WordPress community is still stuck in the, you know, everything free mode, which, you know, I'm not opposed to because I'm sort of stuck there too, but when it, when the price gets too high, people just drop. Yeah. So for people who use Jetpack and WordPress.com, be aware, Twitter is not offered in their products anymore. Yep. Next, we have CaseProof acquires Wishlist member. So the makers of MemberPress CaseProof have acquired the Wishlist products which is the parent company of Wishlist Member and Course Cure. Why are these names always so hard to say out loud? I have no idea. <laughs> the Wishlist team have gone along with the package, <clears throat> except for the co-founder, Tracy Childers, who will continue supporting and, develop- and developing the products under the leadership of Caseproof founder, Blair Williams. Hopefully, this does not mean any crazy changes down the road, though if you are a user of Wishlist, you might want to get ready for some of the uh, bettering your user experience type of changes coming your way. Yeah, most likely that's usually what happens. That and, cro- that and price increases. Yeah. And of course, the biggest reason for the price increases is these, pup- these people acquiring them are often acquiring them with borrowed funds, and so they got to make the money back. 
Mm-hmm. Next, we have Gutenberg 15.7 adds site logo upload to inspector controls. So if you have a look on the control sidebar, you will now see the inspector controls. The feature is still available in the block toolbar, but being in the sidebar seems a more natural addition to the inspector. I've always liked it when the creators make it so that their additions don't actually change what you're used to. Just add something to make it a little more accessible, like a shortcut. Yeah. Well, there are a few more things that have been added, such as dual tone filters, image placeholders, and template pattern suggestions. So if you're interested in finding out more, you can check the show notes for the link and read the article in whole. Yes. Uh, WordPress Themes Team releases Stacks, a community theme for building slide decks. So this is a new block theme called Stacks which has been released by the theme team as part of the community themes initiative that was proposed earlier this year. Dax was created specifically to create slide decks that can be used for a presentation. Designed and built out by Saxon Fletcher with the help of automatic sponsored contributor Ben Dwyer. So you can go to our show notes and check out the link to find out more. Next we have... WordPress marketing team launches from blogs to blocks campaign ahead of the 20th anniversary. Blogs to blocks was released in anticipation of the project's upcoming 20th anniversary. Lots of projects are coming up as a celebration for this major milestone. A lot of activities too, like a lot of activities too, like local meetups. Blogs to blocks. My goodness, say that five times fast. <laughs> This is a creation of intentional moments for the WordPress community to reflect on the journey that has been taken so far. The campaign will feature 20 days of WordPress-related prompts for users to engage in different actions designed to start conversations and stir memories. Could be fun. Could also be irritating. We'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. And a little about the WordCamps. The first round of WordCamp US 2023 tickets managed to sell out within hours of going on sale. But there will be another round of ticket sales coming out. So WordCamp US is happening August 24th to 26th, 2023 at Gaylord National Resort and Convention Center in National Harbor, Maryland. Tickets are $50 and include access to 40 speaker presentations in the main event workshops, networking meetups, lunch each day, snacks and beverages, the word fest party, a t-shirt, and a surprise gift bag. Nice. When did they stop calling them swag bags? I thought that was what we called them now. That's what they used to be called, swag bags. Now they're gift bags, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, you, know, <laughs> you know, different, you know, um, fads, you know, comes and goes. <laughs> so heads up for contributor days, or for contributors, Contributor Day tickets are separate and will be available soon. They're not available yet. If you are interested in learning about it, ab about that, you can go click on this link in the show notes. Uh, we also have new WP Speakers website helps event organizers to find speakers. Director of Community Engagement at Stellar WP, Michelle Frechette has launched a new independent project called WP Speakers. This project helps event organizers to find available speakers for WordPress meetups, WordCamps, podcasts, and other events. The site offers a database of speakers that is free to join, 
and free to search. If it sounds like something that you might find helpful, it is free and uh, is free to sign up and worth at least checking out. You can find the link here in our show notes. Cool. And the last one I have for today is actually something I'm very excited about. We are closer than ever than ever before to creating a real lightsaber. Awesome. Very exciting. <laughs> that would so, be fun. The two things that are holding them back is the dueling and the fuel. Hmm. They have managed to figure out basically the fuel types that they can use, but none of the fuel types they can use and like have recharged themselves are solid enough to actually do a proper duel. Hmm. So, Oh, well. <laughs> Who knows? But... They like this article actually goes through and tells you what we do have on this planet that would work very similarly to what they use in that world to create this lightsabers and talks about all the various things that we can use. Really, it's just the fuel and the dueling, and that's only two of the six things that are absolutely required in order to have a real lightsaber. So I think we're going to be getting close. Cool. We're almost there. I want one. And then we have all of our extras. You can check out our extras in our show notes. And there's interesting things here. Like there's a lot here on AI. There's stuff on chips and what's going on. And yeah, mostly it's AI. That's actually mostly what all the tech world is talking about right now. Dragon rating time. All righty. All righty then. First plugin I've got for you today is Custom Login Page Customizer. Now, there's lots of ways to customize your login page for WordPress if you're going to use your default login page. And every once in a while, you'll need to do it depending on what you're building. I built a site out, the sort of a membership site, a directory site, but the directory plugin didn't have a really good login system or create account creation. So I had to revert back to using the custom or the standard WordPress login page. I needed a way to clean it up and make it look like the rest of the website instead of, you know, everyone knows what the default WordPress uh, login page looks like. It's kind of bland. And you, if you're really into coding, you can go in there and code it up and do it all yourself. No problem. It just takes a lot longer. This one here, a whole lot easier. And it's one of the best custom login page customizers I have used in a long time. I've used quite a few of them over the years. This one makes the task really easy to do. It uses a customizer, the customizer in WordPress to do it. You can start with, they give you three basic template layouts for it to help you get started. You start with one of those basic template layouts. And then you go in and you adjust your background color to whatever you want it to be. And you can even upload and add a graphic in the background. If you want a graphic in the background instead of just a color, you can get in there and add your own logo to the site. So in any type of logo you've got, and you can also then adjust the logo's width and height to make it the size you need it to do and add a URL to the logo so it can take them back to the front page or any place else they want to go if they landed there by accident. Very nice and useful, makes it easy. Then you can get in there and adjust the layout of the input form from adjusting the form background, making it clear, making it transparent, you know, colors, put an image back there, anything you want for the background. While you're at it, get in there and adjust the height and radius of the, uh, of the input boxes. 
Also, you can get in there and adjust the, the text that sits above the box to tell people what to enter in each uh, input field. Um, adjust the colors, the font size, make it bigger, make it easier for people to see, things of that nature here. So lots of ways you can customize the input fields on here. Get in there, adjust the, inf uh, adjust the uh, info button and disable links as you need to, such as disable the reset my password link or return the homepage link, you know, or create an account link. You know, if you don't want those links available to people on this page, you can adjust those in there. Um, lots of really great things to do. This full editor on this has just been fantastic. If you really want to get in there and tweak it even further and you're writing your own CSS, they even have a spot for you to add all your own CSS to it and get it all added up. You can get in there, adjust the sign, the login button or the sign up button, change all of that. Up. In other words, it's a full fledged customizer. Some of the ones I've worked with in the past give you limited adjustments to it, such as the box or background and minimal adjustments. This gives you full-fledged access to it. The full editor for the login page is very simple, easy to do. You can get your page changed and adjusted in no time flat. Best part about this plugin is that it's free. They don't have any limitations on it for what it's going to do for you. It even works in multi-site support and color schemes. So there's quite a few things on here it can do for you. On the whole, Fantastic plugin. Great little one for adjusting and cleaning up that um, login page for WordPress. And I give it a five dragon rating. So go check it out. Custom login page customizer. So is that totally free or does it have a premium? No, no premium. It's totally free. Cool. 100% totally free. And it's currently up to date. Nice. Here we have our WordPress tips. Do we have a sound? Whee! How's that one? I didn't hear anything. Oh, well, everyone else will hear it. Okay. Well, as long as everyone else heard it. All right. So this is a new segment, and we would love to have somebody let us know what they think about this. would love to have a little feedback on it. Uh, we have a few things here. One, for making sites. You know how sometimes when you make a site and it turns out absolutely amazing, but then you go to recreate it elsewhere and there's just no ability to do so? Yep. One, one of the ways we wind up making a site to do what we want them to is through CSS. One of the things you can do in order to try and recreate that site later is to copy and paste that CSS into Notepad. Make sure you label it properly too, though, because when I first started doing this... <laughs> Okay, so everyone else heard the Wii then. <laughs> um, when you first go to do this, you well, you might think that you'll remember exactly what the CSS is for, and so you just put the CSS in there and that's it. Well, once it's been a while, you'll end up forgetting exactly what that's for, so make sure you label it properly so you can go, when you go to reuse it later, you know what it actually does, what it's for. So when you go to label it, you want to put in like what it is, how it works, what section it was in, if it wasn't just in the additional CSS on the main site, if it's like, say, in an Elementor section where you add CSS, make sure you put that information on there. Any settings for that section that you may have had in there, make sure you put the, uh, like, make sure when you uh, make the saving title, you'll want to put something in there like which site it was just to help trigger your brain into remembering what that's for. Because otherwise, it just, it gets lost. Oh, absolutely. 
I actually uh, have a uh, document in my base camp, which is uh, CSS snippets and code snippets that I collected over years. Each of them nice. properly labeled on a single document in Basecamp. And uh, when I go, oh, God, I did that once before. And I go, oh, yeah, Basecamp. Let's go do a search for a keyword in Basecamp. And boom, there it is. Perfect. So, yeah, you can do that for all your little sample codes and, you know, your code, your code tidbits that you use in CSS. That's it's a fantastic way to do it. But, yeah, you definitely have to label them because if you just top, toss it into a file and it says random CSS, you have no idea what it will do. <laughs> So make no, sure you make sure you make sure you make notes on make make your notes your comments on your code snippets and your CSS snippets so you know what they are. And then we've got some beginner's tips. So one of the things that's actually really good for people who are newer to this world to know is that Notepad is your friend. Notepad removes all CSS from whatever you put into it, so it's great for passwords or coding of any kind or just making uh, notes in general. When you make notes and try to make passwords and programs like Microsoft Word, you'll find that there are extra spaces before or after the passwords, odd spaces in the coding that you just can't get rid of. And th this causes all kinds of issues. And that's because of the CSS that, wor that the CSS, Microsoft Word uses. Not just the CSS, the HTML. HTML, okay. HTML. The CSS is part of it, but HTML is uh, another piece of it. I found that it messed up a lot of things because I, when I first started with all this, I was always using Word. That's what yeah. I used. Yeah, always use, always use Notepad because it, it strips it all the way down to plain text. Mm -hmm. Another good one for when you're starting out is left mouse button is your friend. Use the left mouse button to drag and drop files. And you can also, if you use the left mouse button, you'll find, or sorry, right mouse button. My bad. So, your other right left. mouse button. Your other left. <laughs> yeah, the other left. <laughs> yeah, you'll you also find that you'll uh, be able to get shortcuts by right-clicking a lot. So, that's a really good one to know. Fiddle around with it. Learn a bit about it. Another one is, uh, seems like a lot of people don't know this, even if they've been in this world for a bit. It's the Alt and Tab. You hit Alt, and then you tap, tap, like you hold down Alt, and you tap the Tab button, and it'll flip you between your windows. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people often wind up with like between five and ten windows open when they're working on things. I often end up with more. So when you are working through things, and you want to get through, like say you're working on a site here, and then over another window, you have your notepad where you're trying to get uh, write down notes. You can just hit Alt and tap Tab and flip between them really fast. Every time that you get to, uh, every time you open a window, that window becomes the first one in your little list uh, that will show up. And if you want to open at first, uh, two, two right beside each other, you just open them both up. You can flip between them really fast. It makes life a lot easier. So that's a good one for people to know. Now for my plugin. Today I covered AI content writer ChatGPT. Yay, ChatGPT! <laughs> this is a new plugin that was recently released, and I was drawn to it to see what it could do for me. Now, in order to use this, you do have to have an account with ChatGPT. 
Once you've installed and activated this plugin, you will see on your left-hand menu, AI Content Writer dash ChatGPT. You click on that and it brings you to the settings page for the plugin. <laughs> Here, you will need to add in your API key, which you can get by logging into your ChatGPT account and creating an API key. These guys make it pretty easy by giving you the direct link. So uh, right there in the dashboard. So you click on the link, it takes you to ChatGPT, you sign in, and you're already on the page where you need to create uh, the API. Once that's set up, you want to look at the rest of the settings options. I'm going to go through one by one because some have kind of odd names and they each do something different. So the first one is Max Tokens. This is to set the maximum number of tokens to generate for output. One token is considered text, words, or symbols. So if the max token is 1,000, this will put uh, out 1,000 tokens. So say that you are, say that you're writing an article and it needs to be three paragraphs. You put 1,000 and see if it generates, and it'll generate the three paragraphs and 1,000 words. That's my understanding of it when I was playing around with it. Next is temperature. This feature is to produce randomness or creativity in the generated text. If it's set to zero, then the OpenAI model generates similar text, though as you increase the temperature, the creativity and randomness of the text increases as well. I thought it was a bit of an odd name for this, but then when I really thought about it, I couldn't really think of anything else to call it except for like random meter or something, but I guess temperature works. Higher the number, the more random and creative it gets. Then we have top prediction or top P. This is to control the probability of the generated text uh, being more similar to what is already there. If you have a piece of your own work there, you can have the plugin work to make the continuing work as similar as possible to your own work. The parameter controls the randomness and creativity of the generated text. So if it's set to 0.1, your text will be generated within a 10% similarity to what is already there. And it goes from zero up to one with all the points in between. Then we have frequency penalty. This is applied if the suggested text output is repeated and chooses an old output over a new one. For example, the model uses the exact same token as in a previous completion or during the same session. This one scales from 0 to 2 with all the points in between. And I'm under the impression that the higher you set it, the less often you will get repeats. That's how, that's how it seemed to be working when I was playing with it. But I don't think I played with it long enough to really have it start repeating things. I think that actual repeating of things would probably take like a month or more of working with it. It seems to have mostly very uh, unique writings. Then we have presence penalty. This penalizes new tokens based on whether they have appeared in the text so far. In general, the default value for presence penalty is zero, and it is used when you want to generate text that is coherent with the input prompt by using words that are present in the input. So, for instance, if you were writing an article about cats and you wanted to talk about the different ways that they jump, you would probably end up needing to put the penalty, like you probably want to keep it down at zero, I think. I had a hard time understanding entirely this one. I couldn't make the 
AI do anything very different when I put it up or down. So <laughs> again, I think that would probably be something that would come into play when you use it for a long period of time more so. And then we have language. There are a lot of languages. I think there's like over 70 languages that you can choose from. So it's pretty user-friendly that way. I did notice that when I was playing around with this, that it does better with one to three paragraphs at a time rather than getting, rather than having it recreate a whole long thing. So that was, I, like, I, I tried putting in our show notes and then having it repeat stuff and it just kind of didn't work very well but if i gave it like one paragraph it was great it created a whole bunch of of uh context that was or content that was very similar and then i also put the number way up for the uh creation and it created a whole bunch of really hilarious content so it it works really well for shorter for shorter examples of things to work off of and it is a totally free plugin at this time Seems to play well with others. I put it into one of my sandboxes that sometimes has issues with any new plugin. So uh, this one is actually seems to play really nice with others. I like it. It's pretty easy to use. There's just one major drawback. It only works with Gutenberg. Yes. It Yeah. So you can't use it with anything else, only with Gutenberg, but they do make it really easy with Gutenberg. You, there's like a big green button that shows up on your toolbar at the top. You click on that and it creates content for you. It does work well. I do wish that it worked with Classic Editor as well as Gutenberg, though. Classic Editor or Elementor or something. I really wish it worked for other things, too. Yep. Anyway. I rate this at four dragons. Very nice. Similar to the one that I've already tested out, uh, like I tested mm -hmm. out, I've got Word Magic installed on another on another site, and I've been using it to help fill out content. Uh, this the this one here is a little more different than that than the one I've got. The one I've got right now, all I had to do was enter my uh, API key. When I go to create stuff, yeah, it wouldn't work in anything but Gutenberg. I found that slightly irritating, but I basically told it what writing style to create and um, told it how many paragraphs to create. And boom, it just goes and creates text for whatever whatever question I put in there, or title I put in there. So it would write, yeah. it would write paragraphs of text. Uh, actually, that's one of the things about this is it does offer up to five title suggestions. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. So, pretty useful. You've got to be careful with the... Uh, the chat GPT AI, though, because I hear it's returning a lot of uh, not-so-true data. Oh. It's, you gotta, you got to double-check the data in it. It's, it. it's just sometimes it's randomly tossing in stuff, making, making stuff up as it goes along, kind of like a human. Oh, well, that's good to know. Mm -hmm. So somebody I was uh, listening to, they would ask it questions, and it'd say, okay, well, give me a, uh, a source on this. It'd kick out a URL, and the URL would be dead <laughs> and then it asked chat gp well that that's good no problem there it's right there go get it <laughs> nope not so much okay so, gotta be careful it's like um don't don't fully trust it it's a great to get ideas and information on but don't use it as your content folks make sure you take it as it is right now and that it's it's a great way to leapfrog the idea process yeah, it's definitely helpful. It's it's kind of like a 
soundboard, really. You yeah. put, you give it an idea, it spits out more ideas, and yeah. it helps to get that brain juice flowing. Yeah, it, it, to leapfrog the the idea process, which sometimes, you know, you sit in front of your computer and you're banging at it and you're like, yeah, and then you want to go play a video game because you can't get going. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty. Perfect for those times. Check it out. There's a lot of, there's a lot of chat GPT uh, plugins out there. Mm-hmm. And um, who knows, maybe some more of them will show up here as time goes on. On to our producer know-how and donation segment. All righty then. And for some reason, that one keeps getting lost. There it is. It's time to donate to WP. Plugins A to Z. All right, so join in and be part of your own production and support the show at the same time. You can do this by reaching out to John and getting yourself interviewed. Send in your plugin reviews or suggestions for a plugin review. Send in your own plugin license and add it to the contest. This is a great way to get your name and your work out there. Send in questions or comments. And you can, or you can just support us by subscribing to our newsletter, donating, uh, or reviewing us. You can check us out on Facebook or YouTube channel. And you can also earn yourself a producership credit. We have three levels of producers that help to keep the show's lighter stock to the bursting. We have freelance producers, backroom producers, and war room producers. There are special perks for the backroom and war room producers that you can learn about on our site at WPPluginsAtoZ.com. Click on Time, Treasure, or Talent Donations in our main menu to learn all the nitty-gritty details about how you can add your two cents. And we do have a note sent in to us today. One of our listeners sent in their two cents, and this is what they have to say. Hi, Amber and John. What a helpful show. I have been hearing a lot about ChatGPT and all the ways it is useful. This has left me considering using it. My concern is it regurgitating questionable, accurate, or copyright data. Is there somewhere I can check the resources it has used? Thanks, Jack. Mm, I have no idea if there's a place you can check where the check the resources it's used because it's pulling information from mm. all the sources it's been able to it's been fed. And as far as copyright data, well, ideas can't be copyrighted. The exact form of the ideas presented is copyrightable, such as the exact form of letters put down for text. That's copyrightable, but the idea itself isn't. So you get the information, the ideas, and you take a little further, rewrite it, and reword it, and you're no longer in copyright violation. Well, um, I do know that if you ask ChatGPT itself, it can give you a rather large list of its resources. I've done that before. Yeah, well, and you can check <laughs> them out and see if they're actually valid. <laughs> True. Uh, I actually wanted to see if ChatGPT could help me figure out a bug in a code. So oh, right. well, I asked it what its resources are regarding this. How, uh, where did it learn about this? And it gave me this huge list of WordPress resources that had been fed. Mm-hmm. So it, you can't ask them. But I don't know exactly if, if I don't think they'll I don't think it'll list everything. Yeah. No, yeah. but um, you know, it 
it may regurgitate questionable, questionable, accurate information, kind of like the internet did back in the beginning days. Like I was there at the beginning. I was in college when the internet started to become popular, and I started using internet as reference points, and none of my teachers would take my papers. Yeah, I had that problem too. Because I had to, I had to go back to the library, and I had to, I had to take the same information I got from the internet, go to the library, find it, and then re, and then resource <laughs> it as I got it from the library. Although it was the exact same stuff, it's like. They were really irritating in the beginning. And now they'll take, they'll take, what's that bloody thing? The book of knowledge? Um, Wikipedia? Wikipedia? They'll take Wikipedia as a source now. Yeah. It's like, seriously? Something that can be <laughs> changed by anybody at any point in time? You take that as a source? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I actually, um, I've seen it where the older kid ended up doing a project, cited resources from books. And she had to go look up information online to also bring that information forward. It's like, dude, yeah. <laughs> books. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's entertaining, strange things that happen in the world as as things evolve. Yeah. <laughs> so we do have some miscellaneous announcements from us and our producers. If anyone out there has an announcement like a meetup or that you'll be on stage at WordCamp that you want to let us know. Tell us and we'll add it up here and get your news out into the world. If you're interested in finding WordPress meetups somewhere around the world, you can go check out places at meetup.com slash pro slash WordPress. That link, these links are all in our notes. Uh, <clears throat> the next Victoria BC meetup is on June 1st. This is an online meeting, so be sure to check it out to see if this is your kind of thing. And there are four word camps happening around the world this month. You can check them out at central.wordcamp.org. Keep checking back every week. We're trying to find more information to tell you what's happening around regarding the WordPress. And if you want to reach out to us, we have a real brick and mortar address where you can send in art and or notes. You can find the address here in our show notes. And we also have our virtual addresses down here, too, just to make it easy for you. And today's plugins we covered were... I covered up the custom login page customizer by Hardeep Asrani. And great plugin, helps you customize your login page. We'll work off of templates or a blank canvas. And you're able to add your logo and adjust the size of the URL and more. And I covered AI Content Writer ChatGPT by Wisdom Logics. This is a content generator. It can be an auto content generator too. I forgot to mention that. You can actually set it to auto. There are 70 plus languages available. And there's at least five titles suggested for each topic, which can be very helpful. Question and answer time. It's question and answer time with John number if anyone out there has any questions they'd like to have asked he in this section here on the show you can send them in to me at amber at wppro.ca we'll see if we can stump my dad first question <clears throat> sometimes people have kind of funky emails and auto systems don't recognize the emails as real for example I have an email Gmail as a throwaway to sign up for random things that spells out Psycho Kitty with numbers and letters. It has the at gmail.com at the end, though I found that it's not always recognized by some newsletters. 
Why is that? Because of the random numbers and letters together. Even though they spell something out, digitally it looks like random numbers and letters. Yeah, but I thought that it was looking for the at gmail.com, like the proper Because at at gmail.com is one of the biggest places that uh, spammers and hackers grab a a throwaway email address from because you can anybody can get them there doesn't take you very long to create one it's kind of like the old hotmail address you know okay if if it's not a clear name or something that looks legitimate with it's if it's if it's numbers and letters that spell out psycho kitty then it's not going to look very pretty in the digital uh, analysis of it it's looking at it as a random random letters and numbers Okay, so is there uh, settings it, that you can do in order to block these kind of things from sites? Or, that, oh, that, or is it just like a newsletter program that it, does this? There's settings, there's filters, there's all kinds of things to do with email. I can't even begin to explain what can be done to filter out emails. All right. It's, it, there's a lot out there. That's all right. All I, can, all I can say on that one because that's basically what I know. Next question. What is happening when sometimes an email just doesn't show up? A person sends the email, but the recipient just never receives it. It got lost on its way. I have no idea. It happens. It doesn't happen nearly as often as, as, as it used to. But sometimes it just happens. The internet just sort of, it started sending an email and it just went, you know what? I really don't want to do this. We're just going to turf this one into the black hole. <laughs> I have no idea. It's this is one of those things that just it happens with email. It could have been that um at the moment it sent there was something glitching about the uh about the SMTP uh program that was sending it. Um it could have there could have been a problem with the headline and title. I've had emails disappear and one of the ways I one of the things I found happens when you hit when you hit uh reply and then it asks if you want to add all the crap from below. Well, most of the time you do, but sometimes there's something in there that won't allow it to be sent. It just immediately gets turfed the moment you try to send it. I had one like that, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't send it, and then I decided to just not collect everything and just respond back with a new email, and that went through. Hmm. So it's it's really hard to know what it is on the e- on the emails, what is and isn't going to get through when something's not going through. It's hard to figure out what it is. It could be... It could be something as simple as a uh, as the uh, subject line. It could be the email it's going to. It could be something in the text. You could have a image in the text that is not formatted correctly. You could have a, a piece of HTML hiding in the background that is not uh, no, is not looking valid. It could be anything. It's really hard to know exactly what it is. And if it doesn't show up. If the person notifies you of it, you can then try to send them a new email and if need be, send it a little differently. Change the subject line. Make sure it's a fresh email versus a reply, you know. So, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. I'm not really stumped on it. You didn't get a stumper, but you did get, you know, close. Ah, uh, not quite, but almost. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I've got a couple more questions to ask after the closing credits. All right, we'll be right back after this. And for those of you just listening to the podcast, head on over to YouTube to hear what else is being asked. Reminders for the show. 
All show notes can be found at wppluginsatoz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to wppluginsatoz.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using wppluginsatoz.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at wppluginsatoz. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at wppro.ca. Thanks for joining us and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyright by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.